Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. boots. Now that autumn is here, are you wondering how you can make the best use of your time in the garden? This is the time of year to plan and prepare the garden so it can thrive through the cooler months and be fit and ready for healthy growth through spring and summer. Today, Keith and I are going to compile a list of jobs for you and for us, of course, to get on with at this important time in the garden. So, Keith, what is number one on your list? Is it anything to do with soil? It's always to do with soil. Know. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing to our soil now oh. that it's sort of cooling down a bit? Well, then we're making sure that, this, that, that the garden has going to have access to plenty of nutrients, so we're going to make sure that there's lots and lots of compost down. Yes. We're going to, in my case, um, I'll be doing a lot of cutting back of, of various plants, even, mm. you know, even now in autumn. Mm-hmm. So I'll be cutting lots back. And I've already done that, and I've already got a heap at home that must be about a metre high by two metres long. Of, and of, of, of just clippings and cuttings yeah, and all yeah, this yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will go through my mulcher and that will become vegetative um, mass for the, for the, the, you know, the ground. Yeah. And then I'll put a mulch over the top of that. Okay. All right, so while we're talking about soil health and compost, this is a good time of year to clear out our compost bins as well to make room to store all those fallen leaves. It's autumn, everything's falling. So well-rotted leaf mould is full of nutrients, so it's great for the soil. It's not good to leave them on the garden beds, is it? I don't think it's good to leave them on the garden beds because can they smother the plants a bit? Yeah, they can, they can. That's why, I mean, I used to always put my leaves onto my garden beds and Mm -hmm. I thought that it would be better actually to put them into the compost bin so that they can break down. Down and then be you know a bit make a bit of compost and yep. just like sitting there and covering yep. the, the the plants. Yeah, well that's it's uh, look it's one way you look at it and it just depends on what those plants are beneath those um, deciduous trees that mm, need protecting and whatever else. Um, but just on on the on the the, you know, the collection of leaves, mm. if you if you want to. Turn over a, a quick composting with those leaves, mm. uh, and you've got leaves such as uh, oak leaves, mm. which make the best compost out, mm. but they're slow to break down because they lack in calcium. What about my liquid amber? Your liquid amber is the same; yeah. it's it's lacking in calcium. Yeah. So if you can, if you've got a, a, an oak tree or a liquid amber, gather those leaves, put it in the compost, and then give them a sprinkling of calcium, uh, either garden lime or dolomite lime over Ooh, the top. Oh, good! And that will break that break those those leaves down really, really quickly. That is fantastic. I like that. Thank you very much. Okay, mowing. Yes, mowing over them, mow, mowing over the leaves. That's a great way. That's to, another thing to yeah, do. Yeah, another great way to do it because you're breaking it up. You're then presenting small particles that the microbes have got access to. That then they can then turn that into cellulose. That then the worms, worms can feed off. And that's another easy. great way of doing that's it. That's easy. It is. It's an easy way to do it. Um, now we're talking about the lawn. Seeing we are onto the lawn mm-hmm. now, this is also a good time to get that broad fork out of the shed and to aerate. The lawn is Absolutely, that correct? Yep. Fantastic, and when give it a feed. That? And when am I doing it? When are you going to get out and do oh, that? Oh, just another job. Not today. <laughs> Not today. I can't do it today. Um, 
we've got to feed the lawn as well. Yep. So that's a great thing to do after you put the big broad fork out yes. and you've lifted that all that soil underneath mm. and allowed air to get down, then that's a great time to give it a feed. And if you feed it with something, just even something simple like rooster booster. I was going to say, new trogs at, at a handful per square metre. Okay. Then you will find that that lawn, even in autumn when it's cooling down, will kick along even mm-hmm. even even more so. And it really needs it now. And after it can summer, do that, do that now, it. yep, before it goes into dormancy. What about those mower blades, Keith? How, sh- how high or low should they be now? Because we've had them high over summer. Are we keeping them high? What are we, what are we no, doing? No, we keep them. We keep them the highest with, uh, as just they would be in, in the summer months. They just leave them the same. And then when it comes into late winter, mm. then we crank the mower down, okay, really down to one of its lower settings, oh, and then we shave that ground. The, 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 the lawn off as one. much as you can. Mm. Collect all the stuff that you all the all the you know the the, the stuff that you've cut, mm. and that can go into the compost heap. And then so you've given another feed. So you've got to collect it, not leave it there. No, don't, don't it, leave it there. Leave no, it on you, okay. you rake it all up and okay. then stick it into the compost on top of the beautiful oak leaves that you've got already yeah. composted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we give that lawn another feed in, in the springtime. But that's that's spring. We're still in autumn. I know, I know. We are. We are. <laughs> You're moving too fast. How do we control those? Pesky lawn weeds at this time of the year. Okay, so if they're still there, because we have had left our lawn quite high, of course, to try and get then, rid of them, but there's still some of them there. Yeah, there, there will be, and and winter is the best time to actually attack those because mm. a lot of people now have lawns that go into dormancy. Mm. So I've got a Kikuyu lawn, which is from which is a South African lawn, uh, and that that will go dormant by by the end of end of autumn. Mm. And that means that those weeds are still there free to go. Yeah, right. So you can actually you can use use a spray, just a, 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 a you know a nice spray of something like slasher or something else, and spray those those weeds in the lawn, and it won't affect your grass because your grass is dormant. Okay, fantastic. Now, depending on what the, we're moving on here, depending on what the moon calendar tells us, of course, is now a good time to trim any of our trees and hedges. Absolutely, you know so. Autumn's not all great. of them, though. Not all of them, no. Mm. But but you know, we should be deadheading all our hydrangeas oh. in autumn. Yes, I know. And that. you should know all about I that. I do know that. <laughs> April roses. Yes. Um, we can still start to prune our fruit trees and and our and our deciduous plants. You can shape those up. It's a great time because we can see what's going on. With exactly. Them much yeah. easier. Yep. Um, and if you've got fruit trees. That is, if you've got nectarines and peaches. Now, this has been a shocking year for us for both um, curly leaf, mm. uh, and I must have sprayed six, seven times last year. Mm. But this is now the time in autumn. Is, is if you've if while the, the 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 leaves are starting to shed on your your, your nectarines, your peaches, you can spray them with with a with a copper fungicide, okay, or a, or even a Bordeaux spray. Okay. Give them a good soak and a good good spray. Mm. And that is done in autumn, and then you do a follow up in the middle of winter, and then you do one in early spring, and then you do one in at the at the pink bud stage in spring as well. But that's spring. I know we get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Again, why why have you had so much trouble this year? Is it because of El? Is it La Nina? Because of La Nina? Because it's been so so humid. humid. Yeah, 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 and and it's just been the the perfect you know environment for growing all these stinking rotten pests and diseases. It's just been. 
a nightmare. I know, it has been a difficult yeah, year. been terrible. Going back to hydrangeas, because you did touch on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is uh, It is time. It will be soon time. I, as I said, I usually do it in April when all the leaves have dropped off so I can see what I'm doing, to give them a good prune. Now, I am going to lose quite a few flowers this season. I'm not going to get as many flowers this season because I've got so many tall hydrangeas. Now, you had – and so I really need to cut them back a bit. Yep. You suggested something to me in another well, – in, in another podcast about how I can actually there – was, there was some hint you gave me about pruning those hydrangeas, I think removing some of the dead wood from in yeah. between. What was that hint that you gave me? Well, yeah, you go through you and, and you, you, you're, looking at, you're looking at a lot of – because of the weather we've had, we've had an enormous amount of, of um, water happening in there. So yeah. we're getting a lots, lots and lots of um, water shoots coming up through it. Mm. So they, they need to be cut and, and, and and, and tidied out. How can we see that they're water shoots? Um, they'll be they'll be the the biggest and the fattest, green and very shoots. And, and green, and, and, the, and they won't be very productive. There won't there won't be many, um, buds. many buds on them. Mm. They'll be they might have one or two buds at the very very top. Okay. And that's about it. Okay. And then so you're looking also for the old old canes. We've got so the, plenty the, of those, and they need to be all taken out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so just really thinning it out. So really thin them out, and then of course we're talking about. Uh, hydrangea macrophylla. Yes, of course. Mop head macrophylla. The mop head. That's yeah, right. Not the, not the No, um, no, no. Sorry. I'm always leaf. talking about, usually talking about the macrophylla. Yeah. Um, because they, they have become so quite high, so I am going to have to cut them. I will need to cut them down, which means I am going to sacrifice a lot of flowers lot next of flowers. year, which makes me sad. Yeah, but what but, you can do then is is look at the, the hydrangea plant itself and cut half the plant at the front down deep mm, to where it should mm. and leave... The taller stuff behind, and just take off the okay. taller, the taller parts back to those two big buds. Okay, so then next year, then you do, do it the, the other back. way around, and then you've you've, okay. you've lost nothing. That's true. Good idea, Keith. Thank you very much for that. All right, there are quite a few perennials that can be dug up and divided at this time of the year. Are there things like dahlias, mm-hmm. cannas, euphorbias, foxgloves, peonies? There are plenty. Hellebores. Hellebores, that's right. Make sure to add some compost to the soil, though, when you replant yeah, them. So exactly. this is great. You get instead of having to go and shop for new ones, you can divide up so many Mate. and cost nothing. Exactly. Okay. Great way of doing it. Now this is the perfect time, absolutely perfect time for planting new plants as well, because the soil is still warm enough, and hopefully there'll be plenty of rain to help plants to become established after we've planted mm-hmm. them, and grow obviously before the cold of winter comes in. Exactly. So this is the best time to make plants plans, I should say, for new areas in the garden or for renovating areas that need a change, and then to get the new plants into the ground. I've just gone through my whole garden the other day with a notebook and a pen, and I have pages and pages of plans, which is Good. going to give me lots of work. But well. Be fun so that maybe it'll look a little bit better next year. Yeah, well, I've done the same thing. So I've, I've already gone out and bought a whole heap of tube stock, mm-hmm. and I've just left that sitting in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then in a, in another couple of weeks, when I find some free time, I will then go in and and remove some of the stuff that I don't want to mm-hmm. don't want to keep, and I'll plant that tube stock into the ground. Yep. And you know that that you know things like um, I've got a whole tray of, for instance, uh, echinacea. That's the the cone flower, oh, the pink cone flower, and mm. I've got the red cone flower as well. Mm. Um, and I know that you know what's going to happen is that those plants planted in autumn into a relatively warm soil will allow, allow that those little tube stocks to increase their root system. Mm. And they will grow and and and, and colonise an area mm. before the winter comes, and then they shut down into dormancy. So mm. when when the spring hits, they're already ready to go. Ready they're going to go, go bang yeah. out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you feed. put some good labels in because you might forget they're there. 
might do. Very important. Now, it's also a good time to look at bare-rooted trees, which are much... Oh, is that too early for that? A little is bit that too more, early. We're, we're looking winter? at July, okay. Okay. June, July for that, so right. it's a winter thing. Okay. What about colour? If we want some immediate colour, it's a great time to plant things. Oh, is it too early for violas and pans and things like no, that? No, but it's also a great time, great time of the year to be thinking about putting in things like bulbs. Yes, well, that's right. That is so very this true. Is the, this is the time for bulbs. That so was my next comment, Keith. You are uh, reading my mind today. I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> they, because they are amazing, because they light up the garden from late winter, winter and into the beginning of spring. Exactly. So that's a fantastic idea. This year, I'm going to put some daffodils under my deciduous trees. Mm-hmm. What are you going to plant? Well, um, I've already, I've already um, oh, just already planted done. some um, blood lilies. Oh, some beautiful big blood, blood lilies, lilies. Also called paintbrush lilies. Paintbrush lilies, yes. I've got one coming out right now. Mm. It's just popping out, and it's Funny all to do things. with the weather. It's all, it's the timing too, isn't it's, it? No, it's more to do with the where we've had you know this lots and lots of rain, lots of humidity, we lots had of warmth in the soil. Well, lately, we have we have we've bit. had a lot more rain than we normally do for this time of the year. Okay, and the soils the soils are just conducive to turning these bulbs on, mm. and that's another reason why we're getting them getting the bulbs of garlic in. <laughs> yes, true. But the paintbrush leaves it is normally a March. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because they are funny little plants, those, because they, they have these lovely big green elephant-like leaves. Huge. Which leaves. suddenly just die off, or yep. no, slowly die off, and then you have nothing. And I'm constantly, because I've got some in a pot, and I'm constantly looking thinking, are they dead? <laughs> I think they're dead. They're dead. Oh, my gosh, they're not dead. No. <laughs> Something's happening. So they're funny little they're things, but they're, they're gorgeous. Yeah, And then, of course, you, all the jonquils, um, you can get the ranunculus, so oh, all the bulbs. So you know, this, this is a great time of the year to be preparing your soil and getting it ready to stick your bulbs in. Yes, and that is another podcast that we will have coming up we too. We will indeed. We do. All right, now I'm sure that Keith has been itching to talk about the vegetable garden. What should we plant? be planting now, Keith, in brief? In brief, okay, in brief. Well, um, the things that we've got up and going um, are all our brassicas. Yes. So we've got five different different varieties of broccoli, oh, well, all these different coloured, different you know, different types of purple, broccoli. Pink. Yeah, we've got some purple ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our, our cabbages up and going. Mm-hmm. We've got our cauliflower. And, and the one that, that oh. because there's just basically Leslie and I at home now, yep. um, we, we go for what's called a snowball, which is a – just a small, compact little cauliflower that Cute. will feed the two of us, you yep. know, for a beautiful meal. Yep. Uh, a little, maybe sometimes, Leslie, if I really play up to her, she'll do a cauliflower sauce one for me, which I just love. She'll cauliflower and cheese sauce. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and then we've got silver beet going. Yes. So these are all Lovely. all all seeds about you know growing now, about to go in. Mm. Um, we've got spinach mm. happening as well. Oh wow. Um, and then we've got some cabbages. So we've got red cabbages and, and savoy cabbages. So it's, it, this is now the time for all your brassica family plants yes. to, to get up and get going so they get into the ground and go, grow through that cool period. And the reason we grow those things now is that that stinking rotten white butterfly. Cabbage moth. Yep, butterfly <laughs> is, uh, is going to go into dormancy. Yes. And then what we have to look out for then, of course, is aphids particularly oh, the gray aphids gosh. but this is the time for all your brassicas so so you're netting a lot going. of netting going on as well is netting or netting won't, are you stop, putting... netting won't stop no, the aphids so then what are you doing you're just keeping your you're eye just, out just, and then spraying yeah, when you you're need just to. watching you're watching 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 you watch the leaves of of your of all your, uh, undersides, your brassicas the undersides now or... you're looking at the front of the leaves because oh, okay. what happens is that the the um the aphids will colonize the face of the lettuce or the the, the brassica 
and it will colonise that, and they'll lay lots and lots of eggs, and then all of a sudden they've got a colony there, mm. and they suck out the out all the goodness mm. out of the the front of the of, of the leaf, and those leaves curl. So when oh, you, when you right. look yes. and you can see curly leaves, you know you've got a problem. You know that there's a problem under there, and I bet you it'll be bottom dollar. It's a, it's aphids. aphids. And so aphids. what spray? Are you grabbing the spray? Then what spray have you got? So I'm putting on a pyrethrum spray on top of those. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Good idea. Uh, you didn't mention garlic, or did you? You mentioned it earlier. Well, well garlic, that's something that's going in, obviously, very garlic soon. Is, garlic is already in, and that's going to be up and growing in the, in, during the autumn period. Okay, and you've prepared all your soils. Yep. You've removed all your, your summer vegetables, and you've put all, all your gone. compost and all your mulch and all your biochar and mm-hmm. rock dust, etc., in, so they're all ready to go. I've, I, I'm coming, running out of ideas. I'm running out of energy to do all those things. So uh, have you forgotten anything? No, but, you know, by the time we finish talking about autumn, we're almost into winter. <laughs> Okay, we'll finish. Autumn is a really productive time in the garden, as you know, and the weather is perfect, making it easy to get these jobs done. So let's get out there quickly and get started. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.